0: everyone and welcome back to episode five of death by stereo i'm tj brent and rj is actually not with us um for this episode but we have a special guest um someone who is from another podcast that both brent and i were kind of inspired by to do this one um from the podcast three guys
1: that horror todd todd do you want to say hello yeah i'm actually in here in person which is awesome hanging out with these guys um, yeah, I mean, thanks for the introduction. It's really cool hanging out with you guys, watching some movies, which we we'll watch Maniac original and remake, which we'll talk about later, I guess. Um, from Three Guys of Horror, you can find us on any uh, podcast thing, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, whatever. Um, hit us up on Gmail, three Guys of Horror, gmail.com, if you ever have any questions. And I'm yeah, just super excited to be on your show. Yeah, epic crossover for you guys. Thank yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> on. We appreciate it. <laughs> Worlds collide a little bit. Yeah, so,
0: Todd, do you want to kind of give us a background on uh, when you started getting into horror? And
1: Yeah. Um, that's kind of tricky, honestly, because a lot of, like, the diehard horror fans, you're like, I watched, like, Exorcist when I was three, and I loved it. That wasn't really what I was... Uh, I wasn't really allowed to do that, I guess. My parents or whatever, um, they kind of filtered me into things. But I have, like, very vivid memories of watching, like, It and clips of Exorcist when I was, like, in my early, before 10 and stuff like that. Like, my sister's four years older than me, so I remember sneaking into her sleepovers and, like, looking through the hallway, staring at, like, the TV and watching, like, you know, Pennywise kill people or Exorcist being possessed and the head turning around stuff like that. But I didn't really start getting into horror until I saw Jaws. That's probably the earliest films that I saw completely. And also, like, really messed me up. Like, to this day, because I'm from California, so... When you go to the beach, like, I would always have it in my mind that Jaws is right there. Yeah. And even, like, it, it was so crazy that even when I got into a pool, I thought Jaws was being there and stuff, so... But Jaws, when I was around eight years old, and then I officially started becoming, like, a crazy horror fan when I saw Dawn of the Dead, actually, for the first time, when I was around 15 or 16. Um, before then, of course, I've seen numerous flicks, but I wasn't, like, really a horror fan until I saw that, and then I saw that, and then I just dived deep in, forums... Um, I went to a con like that same year, my first one, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it.
0: Awesome.
2: It's funny because um, I feel like I have kind of the same story where I saw The Lost Boys as a kid. I remember it. I remember a few different things I saw, and I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff either. And so th- I didn't. I never had like that like aha moment where like, oh my God, I love horror, and this is the movie that did it. I just like gradually I started to watch stuff, and I've just always had a like, an affinity for it, and then I just feel like one day you're just like, I love horror movies, you know? You're just, like, just kind of your thing, so that's definitely cool. Um You mentioned Dawn of the Dead. What is that your all-time favorite? Yeah,
1: Dawn of the Dead, the '78 film, all-time favorite movie. Not only did it get me into horror, like I said, but every time I watch it, it's just one of those movies where each scene is kind of new, you know? Like, you mentioned that in Lost Boys, where you can watch and still be surprised. Yeah. Like, I know it's going to happen every time. I still feel bad when Roger gets bit, when he's messing around, trying to put trucks back in, in front of the mall. I still get upset about that. Um, that's just my go-to movie. I watch that a couple times a year, and I just love everything about it. And when people say they don't like it, I just, like, get mad at them. But, so, like, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's just a good film. So how do you feel about the remake? Remake's awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw that one twice in the theater, and when i first heard about it it was during kind of the early phase of remakes you know like they're doing hills of eyes dawn of the dead um uh, there's probably more but i was like this is gonna suck i'm gonna hate it blah 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 actually when i was a junior or so i did a a final project on dawn of the dead like a powerpoint of the original one and i'm like you should not see the remake that's how <laughs> like stupid i was but um i saw the remake and i was blown away man like i I know a lot of people's complaints is like there's no characterization, but I don't care. Like, you you know, Steve's a dick. He doesn't have to tell you his life story. You know, he's a rich dickhead. You know, um, Sarah Pauly character, she's a strong woman, whatever. But they took what Donald Dead did well and then they just revamped it for the new audience because things need to be quick now. And no one wants to see uh, zombies shambling around and with blue makeup on. But yeah, it's fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, um, that's. I think one of my modern favorites i think and seeing the fast zombies you know i think we saw that usher in with 28 days later oh, which man. i really enjoyed so, oh so yeah true. um i mean at first i was a little iffy about that whole thing but i just think they did it so well and i think that's an example of the remake and the original are both so good and i could watch either one and i just i, don't know, I love them what do you think
0: yeah, so, I mean, Donald Dead being your favorite horror movie, or favorite movie of all time, what is your opinion on, like, where zombies have come this far? Like, with, like, the Walking Dead craze, and, I mean, the, the fast zombies, like you mentioned, that's kind of what zombie
1: movies have come to at this point. Um, I was super excited when Walking Dead came out. I wasn't a comic fan of it until after, back then I started picking up on, like, the big books, whatever they call them, but... I think, like with anything, it's been beaten in the ground so many times now, and especially Walking Dead, it's just a soap opera with zombies, and zombies aren't even the main focus anymore. It's just people crying and talking. And the thing with uh, Walking Dead is that, like, every conversation they have is, like, trying to be emotional, like, let's stick together for this and this and this. When there's, like, stuff going down, your friend's getting killed, there's a crazy guy named Negan or whatever, but they're all in there chatting, like, chilling. It's just just stupid, but... um, babies. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> that you never who see. Who would have a baby, baby?
1: In, <laughs> right. post- I don't know. Pull out, dude. But but um, zombies, man. They'll make a resurgence after Walking Dead calms down for a little bit. I just watched one actually that came out last year called um, the the Dark Eats the Night. It's an English film. No, it's a French film, I think. But that has fast zombies. If it's more character driven. It's just one guy and he's locked in a hotel and. Hmm. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, I'll produce. have to check that yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, heck yeah. I like, I, like... Z- yeah sorry. I like a good zombie movie, and like you mentioned earlier when we were offline, The Battery. Oh, yeah, that was that's great. the example of, like, a modern telling of zombies with absolutely no budget, and it was freaking awesome. You know? Yeah. And, I mean,
0: another good one with Fast Zombies was Train to Busan.
1: That was, oh, my God. That and, yeah, an and awesome then we have movie. gems like that that right. come out of nowhere. Like, I would never know that. Um, I feel like most of the stuff are going to come out of nowhere, like the Buzon or the <clears throat> Battery, it's not going to be like a Walking Dead big budget anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, awesome. So uh, obviously we're glad to
0: have you. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you. We can go ahead and move into our next segment, This Year in Horror. Sure. Uh, Brent, what year did you choose?
2: So um,
0: I just decided to go from the
2: greatest year of all time and kind of close to that is um, 1987 this time. So I was actually shocked at how many good movies came out this year. Um, obviously The Lost Boys being number one for me. Um, another vampire movie that's near and dear to me is Near Dark. Um, TJ, you haven't seen that? I haven't, no. Todd, you have yeah, seen
1: near, that? Near Dark, man. It. I'm a huge fan of Bill Paxton from Alien. It, anything he's in, he's like, brings an energy. Like Aliens, uh, Twister. Frailty. Frailty. Frailty is amazing. It's a classic. And the Near Dark, like, the scene, if you remember when they're in the bar, and they're trying to get—I forget his name—but the guy they're trying to turn into a vampire to kill somebody. Yeah. And uh, he's just dancing with this dude, and he lets him punch him, and he just—it's just like a big joke. But that character, that actor, he's just awesome. So *Near Dark* is actually <clears> my <throat> favorite zombie or vampire film. Yeah. And uh, you guys all rated *Lost Boys* a five out of five, right? We did. Correct, yep. yeah. I think I would go four point two. Four point <laughs> two. <5. Yeah. laughs> what do all you right, think? Right. What made it not a five for you? Um. I thought it drug a little bit, to be honest, in the Damn. in the in the middle a little bit there. That's um, interesting, yeah. yeah. It's I funny think we also like way good like,
2: pacing. I feel like it was almost like t- like now that I watch it uh-huh. when I'm older, I feel like it's almost too brief. Like I feel like oh, it's already over with. I
1: see
2: that. Um, but yeah, I.
1: That's like a perfect cast and like a perfect like. 80s. Yeah, like, like a like moment like in a time, time, like yeah, a exactly, capsule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you mentioned the the buff sax player. Oh yeah. yeah. When you guys mentioned like, I don't think people in California dress like that. They do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. If you go to like Santa Monica Pier, you'll see dudes shirtless playing guitars and stuff. So yeah. All oiled up. I don't know about the oiled up, but <laughs> <laughs> they'll be buff dudes. Just, and I think that, that might have been RJ, honestly,
0: because he's like, well, I've never been to California. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, I want
0: to see Near Dark. I mean, I like vampire flicks, so like that's one I need to put on my list. Yeah, that's something I definitely need to bring. I see, I see Hellraiser and and Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors on there. And I think Dream Warriors is pretty much besides the first uh, Nightmare on Street. That's all. That's probably everyone's favorite.
1: I you know I really like too to be honest. Yeah, I I do too. I I hear a lot of people don't like it because like the whole like gay subplot. I don't I don't, really don't care. No, it's good. And then what bugs me too is that Freddy comes out in the day like not in the daytime, but he's like out at and the about. pool party. Yeah, yeah, he like, comes out at the pool party. And then they ultimately kill him with love by kissing each other. And it's kind of weird. So I guess maybe I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the more I talk <laughs> about it, you, <I'm> <laughs> you really talked yourself it. Sure. You don't like it, or, or you do. <laughs> no, um, do? No, I like it. I, yeah. I didn't
2: mind the like the like the gay vibe that it, it gave. Like, me, yeah. I don't think that was the intention. But to I be think honest. it was it was
1: Dream
0: Warriors that really brought it back, though. Like, I mean, back then people did not like to. It's kind of it's kind of gain popularity again nowadays but See, like, I feel
2: like it gets shit on now a lot too like from what
0: I've heard it seems like a lot of people don't like it there's this I listen to this uh Nightmare on Elm Street specific podcast and like they they talk so highly of it all the time and they've got like people on this Facebook page and they're always like oh I love Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> too or Freddy's Revenge is
1: like, it might be a hot thing too yeah it might yeah. just be
0: popular now but I yeah. think Dream Warriors has always been a
1: popular one like I think Warrior did a couple things too it Because a lot of people weren't happy at the time too with part two, so three brought it back to being like a good movie and then pushed it towards being comedic, you know? Yeah. Because one and two weren't really in that realm, but three like, let's start making Freddy not scary and funny, which is good and bad in my opinion.
0: I think it helped that they brought Nancy back and they had like Craven wasn't like directing it, but he was there like I think he wrote it and produced it. So
1: can can, does anyone buy Nancy being a freaking psychologist at that point? A, is it just me that, like... A, a like, sleep therapist uh, that yeah, she was? Oh, whatever that is. Sleep therapist. <laughs> is that even real? Just,
0: I, think it's I mean, ironic. I think that was a way to bring her in, though, since she wasn't a kid anymore. I guess. But... I, need to give it a I don't much. know, what do you guys think of Hellraiser? I mentioned that one, too, and, like, I think that series as a whole, like, really went downhill fast, but the first two movies are solid. I like them.
1: I don't like part one. You don't I, like part uh, one? I think I'm one of the few people that just... uh Every time I've tried to watch well, I've watched it like three times. And each time I just don't find what the pill is. Like I like the Cenobites, and I like the opening I like when they're in like the hell, I guess you can say it thing. That's part two, right? Well I mean they, they have like glimpses where they oh kind of change and I pull got you. them apart. Yeah. yeah. I like those parts and then F af- besides the newest one, Judgment, I haven't seen anything in between. So I can't even tell you I've seen
2: just first and last. First and last. Okay. Yeah.
0: I wanna see Judgment. It's on Netflix right now, it's put it on my list. Yeah, and the we had the pen pinhead guy. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's listening to that cool. interview yeah, and I still cool. haven't seen it but
2: Um, I've seen the first one and I, I feel like similar to Todd, like I didn't hate it or dislike it, but I, it was just kind of a boring watch to me. I just, I don't know. It was one of the classics and I felt like I needed to give it its due. And I, it's not that I wouldn't watch it again, but I just wasn't overly impressed. And I don't, I don't remember a ton of it. It just kind of. You should watch the
0: second one, Hellbound. Like, that's my favorite one because, like, she actually, so uh, Kirsty from like the first one returns and she actually goes into like the hell dimension. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool. Like, I like all the different creatures and stuff that they have down there. Yeah. So you should check that out. Yeah.
2: Uh, Monster Squad is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually just got that, the 2 disc special edition recently. Nice. Um, I'm excited to bring that, because I'm sure that, That's um, a good movie. Yeah, RJ mm-hmm. hasn't seen it, and it's just, just... I don't know. That's a fun movie. It's just fun. Yeah. Wolfman's yeah.
1: got nards. Yeah, you couldn't make that movie today, though, when, uh... In my opinion, because when they make fun of the chubby kid, they get call him like, fats or something. Like, you can't get away with that today, but... Uh, it's yeah. a pretty good movie. It's another one that's, like, and a that capsule in time. That a actually too. Um... The play of the Chubby Guy, he died of pneumonia like at twenty in his twenties, oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. They just had like a
0: big cast reunion for
1: them too at
0: Cincy Horrorhound.
2: At Cincy Horrorhound?
0: Yeah. For cool. Monster Squad? Yeah, this was like two years ago, I wanna say. <sighs> they yeah, were all there, be though, cool. except for
2: him. <laughs> um okay. Freaking Predator. I mean, that's one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Bad um, taste.
0: I like that I, one. I
2: still haven't seen that. I one. still
0: like I still think I like Peter Jackson movies free lord of the rings the best like you like lord of the rings though uh, i'm not a huge lord of the rings fan like i mean i get like they are like pr- like beautiful films but like i don't i think those are kind of boring to be honest yeah they're not everyone's cup of tea but, but um, I, bad like taste. bad right. taste um dead alive mm-hmm. and uh frighteners and what was that one that i haven't seen it i haven't seen meet the Feebles, but i know that was like one of his earlier ones i want to check that out
1: uh, I don't think he's. Oh, and King Kong after that. All that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like
0: King Kong, but that's.
1: King yeah. Kong, I only like Skull Island and nothing before and nothing after. Like, I think when they're on Skull Island, that's pretty Like, bad after right. Jack Black takes them back to, like, New York and stuff? Yeah, before when it's, like, 40 minutes and them trying to get an actor to go on the like, damn cruise and then yeah. when they're in New York, I, it's, I think it's pretty bad. But Skull Island's pretty sweet. Can I mention Evil Dead 2, 1987? Go for it. Heck yeah. Um, you guys both seen it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Evil Dead 2. It's a lot, people's a lot of their favorite in the franchise. Uh, I prefer three, but me too. Part two is just like it goes. Part one's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Part three is just a comedy, and this one's like the bastard Bridge. son of everything. You know, what <laughs> I mean? yeah, it's just like over the top horror comedy. Bruce or not Bruce Willis, Bruce uh, Campbell at his best. It's just it's solid. I like it. So you're saying two's your favorite, or no, Army of darkness. darkness is my favorite. Yeah, three yeah. Army of Darkness. Um, just because I like how Ash is in that one he notices yeah. and. He knows he's an asshole. Right. He embraces it. Um, not as much as he does in the TV show, which I'm not a big fan of. But uh, yeah, Army Doctor. No, I'm just saying like two is like really entertaining too. Oh, I agree. Did you guys like the Creep Show and Creep Show Two movies? Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. I love Creep Show. Um, I actually prefer number two though. I Marvel do too. Oh really? Actually. No, I like the first one the best. Is so, it like uh, Chief something? In the raft. I love the Something raft. Something to tide you oh, over. in the, and the cool. first one was what
0: I loved. Which one was that? The one where, oh, like, where Ted you... Danson gets like buried under the sand and, and. Ross
1: from Down the Dead too.
0: Yeah, and yeah. Uh, what's his name? Leslie Nielsen is the guy that buries him under <laughs> I there. I can't like... take him seriously. <laughs> yeah, but it was. I love that one. Like when I was a kid, that was the one that I liked the best. And.
1: I think the first one is a little bit too long. Like there's
0: too many segments. I don't know. I... There's only four, right? Four. Is there four? I'm I pretty sure there's the Stephen King one where he's uh, the... where he turns into the plant. Like, oh, that one's terrible. Though. Yeah, I didn't like that. That one's okay, it but... It's exacting sex. <laughs> and then there was something to tide you over. There was the there one were... with
1: um, Adrian Barbeau. Yep. Uh, then there's the crate, and then there's Father's Day. Oh, so there's five. And then there's a bug one, too, so there's six. I don't know about a, bug Some one. kind of bug one. So there's at least six of them. Oh, okay. But, I, yeah, the, the Raft is, like, one the, of my favorite shorts I love ever. The Raft, yeah. I just... He's I trying know. to molest her, and the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like,
2: it's like Sweet Justice, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything on this list that
0: you guys haven't seen that you would like to see? Uh, I know a lot of people talk about The Gate. I've never seen The Gate. Um,
1: I've never seen it either. But
0: that's something, I've heard it's like kind of a, it's more, it's not as, it could be for kids, I've heard. Like, if you're introducing like a younger crowd to, so I mean, I'd still like to try it though.
1: Um, I gotta say my, my favorite one just on this quick 1987 horror movie, Google search is Stage Fright. Um, that's my favorite Italian film. I know I said torso earlier, but I forgot about stage fright, stage fright, and then torso. But stage fright is, um, <clears> it's a sla- it, it's such a good slasher movie. Like I can't recommend that one enough. It's kind of cool. Um, I don't want to ruin it for you. It's just, like, yeah, it's yeah, because like yeah. I definitely
0: want to see that. That's one I've heard a lot about, especially listening to people's different like countdowns on best slasher movies. And oh, yeah. I just, I don't know, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I, I guess I could try to buy it. Um, yeah,
1: they got a They, I think it's only on DVD.
0: Okay, I yeah. mean, that's fine. I, I have confidence that I'll like it, but I just couldn't find it streaming, so I haven't seen it yet.
2: <laughs> what about um, Necromantic? A street sweeper who cleans up after grisly accidents, brings home a full corpse for him and his wife to enjoy sexually, but is dismayed to see that his wife prefers the corpse over yeah. him.
1: I know a, lo- a lot of people love that movie. Really? But I, it's not my thing.
0: I think we need to give one quick shout out to Blood Rage because that movie's awesome. Blood Rage is amazing. I know, I love it. I need to watch And it. the killer's
1: name is Todd. So around well, around all down. right, <laughs> is it Todd or, or Terry? Creep is always pretty fun too. That's like a kind of like a full moon kind of thing. It's got Linnea Quigley in it, who's naked most of the time, which is of always course. good. Of course. I don't think right. I'd be offended if she wasn't naked and yeah.
2: something. You're like, like that's your thing.
1: Uh, opera Dario Argento. That's actually my favorite Argento film. I know a lot of people like Suspiria or Deep Red or something like that. Phenomena, but. I love opera. <sighs> Phenomenon is my
0: least favorite Argento movie. I didn't like that one.
2: Slaughterhouse. I feel like I've heard. Um, Slaughterhouse is good. Yeah, I heard you mention it's that. It's. know. is it just like a cheesy, campy kind of fun?
1: Yeah, it's a good slasher. Yeah, yeah standard slasher. Yeah,
2: I enjoy that. Video Dead. I've heard mentioned before. Never seen that. He does alright. Um, there's a few that. Blood Diner is definitely one I want to check out. I see
0: Predator on there. Do you guys count that as horror? Like, some people do, but I don't know. That's a good question. I almost feel like it's maybe, like, action horror of some sort,
1: but... I would lean more action sci-fi, to be honest. Yeah, because
0: I never really considered Predator horror, but... Lately, I've seen, with the new Predator, the shitting Predator movie maybe, that know. came out, um, <laughs> I've seen people putting that on their like, worst or best list of the year, and I'm like, I don't know. I wouldn't put that on my horror list,
1: like, personally. Yeah. Well, I put it on there because we took a, a poll to see if it could be allowed, and it was.
2: Um, For horror. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So there's only two movies that I absolutely hate. One was First Purge, you guys know about, and then Predator. Not Maybe if everything else in Predator didn't exist, I would like it, but it shouldn't. It was a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I didn't even want to see it. I, I just the trailer looks shitty i just i had no interest in seeing it at all um, yeah. would you consider alien the alien franchise oh, yeah. horror?
0: well i consider the first alien 100% horror
2: and see that's what's tough i think is because those two are so intertwined with each other that i feel mm-hmm. like it's almost hard to separate them out like
0: well with aliens it kind of was it was more or less horror and more into like the sci-fi action but i de- i definitely think like the no one will hear you scream like is that what was not the tagline for Alien, like something like in No one in space, no one can yeah. yeah, and it's like
1: that. I think that was horror, like yeah. completely. I, I agree. Yeah, number one, horror all the way. Number two, if someone says yes, it is. I'm, I can go either way.
0: I would more likely accept it, like the Alien sequels though as horror than Predator personally. I feel Like the
2: monster kind of makes it to where you could say like, oh, it's you know, it's horror because I mean it's about an alien monster. That's true. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's one of my favorites as is, even if it's action, horror, sci-fi, whatever, I mean...
1: Aliens? Or no, Predator.
2: Predator, yeah, I love yeah. Predator, the first one. The oh, I like alien, right, the but... alien
0: movies
1: better than the Predator movies.
2: Overall, yeah, but I, Predator's one of my if favorites.
1: I'm... Aliens or Predator, I... those are pretty much equal, in my opinion, I think. I
0: Unpopular opinion, though, like, I like Predator 2 the best. Like yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't dislike it, but Predator 1 to me
1: is just way better. No, it's a like, really good. I
0: like it. I'm just saying that Predator it, 2 gets a lot of hate and it's not
1: I don't think it's Part 2 is better than the newest one. Well, <laughs> I like Danny Glover a lot. It's, yeah. it's 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 very 90s. I like
0: the like, city. I know, but I like the city like uh, LA stuff. Yeah, so is better. that that's why you like it over the first yeah. one? Yeah. No, I don't I don't I don't know that I I don't know. it, it probably I do like it slightly more than the first one, but I'm not saying that I don't want to discredit the first one. I really yeah. like the first one. I like I mean, the
1: first one a lot. Um, it was it's a problem with today's action movies, in my opinion, too. Is like those guys were like, you think macho? It's it's then, Like it's Arnold, you know, back in the '80s or Chapa. Jesse, Batty Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Just like fucking yoke dudes, and now they're all like, like in the new prey. They're all the skinny dudes running around, wisecracking. But if that team went up against Arnold, Arnold wiped the floor with them. Like oh, of it's the It's theroids, man. I think the right. only the only character <laughs> right. I liked in the new
0: one was Thomas Jane. Like I like that. Guy. I like
1: the 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 Loonies themselves were cool. Yeah, I would love to see the Loonies versus Predator mm-hmm. and cut out all the get rid of the main guy and then <sighs> that guy was terrible, the dude. girl and and the little boy. Bad guy and Logan. <laughs> yeah, the look. Well, that freaking dickhead director always tries to put kids as like a focal point.
0: Yeah, because he did that in Iron Man three too. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: he did that <laughs> in uh, the other guy.
0: The other guys, what yeah, with it? Ryan Gosling.
1: Is that called The Other Guys? Yeah. Or is
0: that the one? The oh, sorry, comedy? no. It's called Nice Guys. Nice Guys. There you yeah. Go. The Other Guys is a Will Ferrell movie.
2: I was gonna say, yeah, that's a good movie. It's from the Mark Wahlberg. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah it looks like '87 was a pretty big year. Yeah,
2: very good year in horror. I mean,
0: I feel like any year in the '80s was a big year for horror. Definitely the best decade. Yeah. Have you guys seen Dolls?
1: Mm-hmm. No. Um, I believe that's Full Moon. I I don't know, but it's about a, a bunch of people go to like a mansion or whatever. And the owners have, like, spells or something on dolls, and they come alive and kill people. Yeah, it's pretty mm. fun. That's cool. Yeah.
2: I feel like I've... I know I've seen the cover before. I feel like with, like, yeah, dolls I coming out, I yeah. think, but...
1: I
0: almost, like... I think I almost bought it one time, but yeah, I didn't want to... Screen Factory. Yeah, I was yeah. going to get that version, but I didn't want to blind
1: buy it. So is the Video Dead. Video Dead is a combo from Screen Factory with... Um... Shoot, some other movies. Was it, like, it Terrorvision? Yeah, I think it was yeah. Terrorvision. Yeah, which is cool.
2: I thought I almost bought that a few times. It's not even that expensive. I, I just think didn't it you guys trigger. review
0: Terrorvision on your podcast? Yeah, you
2: yeah. did. Yeah. Maybe you want to watch. it. I still it. haven't seen that. But. Yeah, it's just 80s cheese. You just gotta love it. I don't know. I have a soft spot for that, so <clears throat> I'll give any of that stuff a chance. But yeah, I think it was a, a damn good year in horror, if I may uh, say so myself. So.
1: When men were men. That's earlier. right.
2: That's right. <laughs> men were men.
1: Blood Diner, man, that one's fucking crazy.
2: That's one I definitely want to watch.
1: You need to watch Blood Rage.
2: I know. Do you have it? Yeah. Yeah, you need to bring that. I will. Blood Rage. (laughs) That wasn't one of the... um, uh, What are the movies that you buy... um, that they like restore like old like
0: oh it's not vinegar syndrome okay no okay. it's uh, the one i have is an era release but
2: what's the what's the one it's a, it's blood something like the samurai well, that...
0: oh Bloodbeat. bloodbeat have yeah, you heard of you that, heard of that? No, so like it. i haven't watched it yet but the guy at the vinegar syndrome booth um sold me on it because he said every time the main girl gets an orgasm <laughs> every time someone dies from the killer yeah. she gets an orgasm <laughs> <laughs> kind of like maybe Elijah Wood did. Yeah, 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 yeah as, we, as we'll get to later in the podcast. Sneak yeah. I just really want to watch Bloodbeat, though, because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and the killer's a samurai. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anything with blood in the title. Yeah,
2: just it's going to be a home run hit. Yeah. House 2, um, I've never seen. I just watched House recently for the second, first time. Is that called Second Story? House, the second story. Did you like yeah. House No. 1? I liked it, yeah. I it's mean, great. it was... It was a little goofy, and it was corny at times, but... Um, That's his charm. Yeah, opinion, yeah. yeah. No, I, I enjoyed it. I'm kind of bummed, though, because I heard that none of the sequels really have anything hardly really to do with the first.
1: I think three and four were different movies that just stamped House on, if I remember correctly. Okay. Might be wrong, though. So it's kind of
2: like Troll and Troll 2. Yeah. I've heard that, Yeah. Just kind of get it for the, the marketing or, or the there's like or this
1: there's like this weird
0: version of Terminator 2 out there that's like not... From Vestron? Yeah, I don't... Yeah. I didn't... I'm like, what the hell they is this? They got sued for
1: that. That's why they... That's like... so weird. <laughs> I would assume so. But that makes sense. There's only one Terminator 2. <laughs> and then Silent Night <laughs> Dead that night, isn't that Garbage Day? Garbage Day? Yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> is that
0: the tagline? Well, no, there's this like famous scene in line from the main guy. Like, He's like... He lying walks lying up to a guy cabinet. who's putting his trash out and he goes garbage day and shoots him and it's just like it's <laughs> like some of the worst acting like. i like when he goes up the cop too and the cops just frozen yeah <laughs> and he grabs his gun
2: <laughs> so good police work
1: so if, if you want to check seen. that out
0: just search garbage day on youtube yeah. and you'll, you won't be disappointed
1: <laughs> probably some of the worst acting of all time too. in that movie yeah other than Troll Two.
0: Oh my god, he's eating her. <laughs> now he's gonna eat me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't piss on hospitality. Although the documentary about that movie is really good. Of Troll Two. Yeah. I haven't it's seen So that. good, man. They follow the actors around and they go to cons and it's it's pretty good. Huh. Yeah, okay,
0: that's
1: cool. I think it's called the best movie ever made or worst movie ever made, something like that. It's really good.
2: Thank you. Yeah.
0: So let's uh go check some of those out. Yeah. So, why don't we uh, move on into talking about the first Maniac. Maniac. So, so the first Maniac came out in 1980. Um, just a little synopsis for the first one. It's a psychotic man troubled by his childhood abuse, loose in New York City, kills young women and takes their scalps as his trophies. Will he find the perfect woman in a photographer and end his killing spree? <laughs> Killing screen. Sorry, there was a, l- was a dramatic pause. <laughs> Killing Screw could it be? There, yeah, it wasn't the full synopsis I had to click on. Uh, that in Jeanette, but...
1: Just for the synopsis, was he abused? They never showed anything. Yes, his mom they... was banging dudes that he was in the same room. But she told him to leave and he will not listen, dude. It's Is it really <laughs> her fault? Maybe it's That's his her fault. Job. Mom's got to work.
0: <laughs> That's right. I think they touch on it a little more in the the remake, which we'll get to. But yeah, Yeah. in the first one, they don't really say.
2: Just says he's haunted by the traumas of unspeakable childhood abuse.
1: And his sweaty ass bar head. Oh
2: my God, dude.
0: He's definitely, (laughs) uh,
2: he's a little rough looking. I mean, I definitely think
0: that they picked an interesting choice when they casted Frank in the first one. Um, Mexican Ron Jeremy. That's what he (laughs) looks like. Uh I, I don't know what they were like originally going for but it was it was definitely an interesting casting choice. Um what 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 do well, you think?
1: Well the director William Lustig and Joe Spinella were in the porn industry too before this. Um,
0: um
1: so one of my fun facts actually is like a lot of the girls we saw besides the main chick that he falls in love with For porno, like porn actresses. Huh. To keep costs down. And that kind of explains their acting a little bit, too. Yeah, definitely.
2: And his look, honestly, I feel like. I mean, he he looks like he could be in porn. Like, not good stuff.
0: I just hope that when he was in porn, he wasn't sweating so much. Because that's...
2: (laughs)
1: Ron Jeremy, man.
2: (laughs) I'm kind of surprised, honestly, that they didn't try and pick somebody like... Almost like a good-looking person that was kind of fit. Almost like to charm people and to kind of like let them guard in their garden. Yeah, like a Ted Bundy type. Maybe. Yeah, or even like I mean, like Elijah Wood as we'll talk about. I mean, he's like a clean-cut, good-looking guy. You would just, you would almost think that they'd want to have somebody that would disarm people and then kind of draw them in and then, you know. Yeah. Cut the scalps off. That's but, what I was,
0: and that's what I was kind of getting at when I started out. Was I was like, it was an interesting selection because this guy is supposed to be bringing these women in and. There's nothing appealing about him. Like, but when you
2: pay him, I guess you don't have to be appealing.
0: So you know. But they were all hookers. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first
1: couple, but. Yeah. You got to think of it too. Like the only person that he has to interact with is the photographer, and for some reason, which is my main complaint in the movie, she likes him.
2: Right. Like, <laughs> instantly.
1: Right. She lets him come into the damn house. Yeah. And it's like let's go to fucking dinner. It, it was just unrealistic in the way because, yeah, he's, he's fugly. You know Yeah, what I mean? right. He's super sweaty. super grimy. And if you notice in his apartment, they had a little sink. But, I like, there's no shower. No. So he smells like ball sweat. <laughs> but that's the most unrealistic thing. I know it's a slash or whatever. But the most unrealistic thing is her allowing him, like, giving him a kiss on the cheek in the car. Yeah. Like, that was the only thing that makes get sense. get out. <laughs> yeah. If they would have stuck to prostitutes or preying on, like, the people at the beach or in the car, then a little bit more realistic, but
2: well it was almost like through the first part of the movie he was like this like awkward like animalistic kind of guy and then he meets her and he's like he's speaks normally smooth, he's yeah. all smooth and yeah. suave and he's like talking about art you and, got his groove back dude. yeah <laughs> he just he saw the girl but no i agree with that it, i mean it, it was just surprising to me like it was almost like they like condensed their relationship because it was like fast forwarded like they meet you want to go to dinner? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. And they're at dinner and they already have like inside jokes with each other. And I'm just like, she's like, oh, I guess we can go out tomorrow. And it just, I was just surprised at how quickly it moved and how naive she was. Like, oh, this is, you know, this yeah, is Frank. This, this is my guy funny. now. And uh, I let the wrong guy in, I guess. But um, uh, the special effects
0: were awesome, oh, hell yeah. in my opinion. By Tom Savini? Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a master at what he does. Um, I mean, it just. I don't even know that there's anyone out there right now that's that could match that I mean Greg Nicotero's effects yeah, are good I say, but his are really yeah, good other than him like there's not but I, I think he even studied under him so that's probably why he's as yeah, good as probably. he is. I know they were like on his... Day of the Dead
1: and all that stuff and they
0: were I think uh, did they work on um, was was Friday 4 was Nic- Nicotero there with him or... I'm not sure if he was okay because I know he came back but I didn't know if Nicotero was there
2: well, Negatario is involved with in the second one, which explains why the yeah. effects were so good. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but that just—I don't know—I appreciated that, and it just—it just means so much more. And I feel like a lot of times that there's not a lot of people that go that far in effects because, like we had talked about, you know, off-screen, it's just the fact that it's—it's it's cheaper, it's easier to do CGI, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's less work in a way. Right. But it just cheapens, you know, it just cheapens the effects to me. So I just really appreciated that, and that was a big standout for me. And I, don't, I mean. I, even if it looks cheesy, I, I just love it. I just love practical oh, yeah. effects. It's
1: I'd rather see a bad practical than a bad bad CGI anytime. Like, or a, anytime. I'd rather see a bad practical than
2: yeah. a great CGI. Like, it's just yeah. I don't know. I just really enjoy
1: it. Um,
2: yeah, I. This is the first watch for me, uh, and I I had seen um, the sequels. To talk about later, not the sequel, the uh, remake. Um, and I I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Um, Did you feel dirty when you're watching it? Yeah, and you know what's funny is, this was 1980, Yeah, I feel like this kind of thing would be like, most like rated X back then. It was. Was it? Yep. Okay. They didn't give
1: it to anyone to rate, because they knew it would be Is this a video
0: nasty? Was this a video nasty? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, (laughs) definitely. English, man, they don't mess around. (laughs) Well, and that's kind of what I thought as I watched it, I was like,
2: I bet that this was not well received, and it was probably like got the, like, a, a X rating or whatever the worst thing would be like then because of just, like, the like the exploitation and the mm-hmm. things it showed and the themes, I feel like people would not like that.
1: No, this, the movie was, uh, had a bunch of protesting. They, they actually had a, they were marketing it, too. They had little, I guess, kind of photo booth things where a customer can go in there and watch, like, the violence as a sample, and then people were pissed about that. And then uh, Siskel and Ebert, they reviewed it, and then he said, like, you know, Waste of time, he walked out of the theater, and then he tried to blacklist it for everyone, so no one liked it. But then, like, I don't know. Reviewers are like, unless you're a horror reviewer, like, you're not going to like this stuff, so I don't yeah. see the point in shitting on something that's not in your genre. Like, I'm not going to watch yeah. romantic comedy and rate it, because I'm not going to like it. Yeah. It's just how it is,
0: but... I mean, but it's probably garnered a cult following,
2: obviously. Oh, yeah. like... It's funny how that happens, too, how, like, you know, a movie can be absolutely panned and shit on when it first comes out. And then it just finds new life, whether it be you know DVD, Blu-ray, VHS back in the day. Like, and I feel like a lot of a lot of movies like that become cult favorites that are successful, even though they fail in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, but I asked,
1: I asked you if you feel dirty because, while Frank is an odd casting, or uh, Joe Spinell is an odd casting, he's like a perfect casting to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's like whenever he's on the screen, like we were making fun of like the buckets of sweat that he was dropping all at the crime scene, <laughs> but like. He's just dirty. He's grody, and he makes New York. New York at that time was shitty, too, so, like, everything is just dirty, and it was a crazy contrast from him to the, like, really pretty photographer. You know? Yeah. And it's just, as was well done. That's a yeah. good point, because when you look at,
0: like, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but, like, with, with Elijah Wood and the other one, like, we know him from other stuff, and oh. you said he's, like, clean cut and stuff, and you're right. that This one, with him being kind of a gross-looking guy, it does make you feel, <laughs> like, gross watching like
1: i i would be threatened by him opposed to elijah wood and yeah, right yeah i like, you know
2: when i feel like when you imagine like a serial killer like that's the guy you imagine not the elijah woods it's the guy that like he looks gross and exactly. looks like like an outcast like ah, i yeah, wouldn't want to mess with that guy
1: you know in actuality too it's usually the elijah woods that are like the yeah like ted bundy and cheffy Dahmer. they're not like terrible looking guys and they're fucking killers today. yeah it's crazy yeah. so I don't know, cool weird. with the ugly
2: fat people you know the the gross people you just have to
1: avoid the good looking people yeah. that's what that's what you, if you take anything hands, out of this yeah exactly the hands. if they're all bloody and scab, that's yeah
2: scrubbing I, with a brillo pad yeah. for some reason <laughs> this
0: I, I like the scene too where uh with tom savini in it where oh, he yeah. he walked up and um he had the shotgun and shot him through the window so yeah uh there were two characters that were um parked and they were just like making out in the back seat necking. And. Uh, and and he approaches and then they're about to leave and he comes up to the windshield and just blows Tom Savini's head off and then he in spectacular fashion too. yeah yeah. And, yeah and it reminded me it's it's very similar to real events that happened too with um, the Zodiac killer yeah. if you've seen the movie Zodiac or any documentaries about the Zodiac killer like um, I think the for, first reported kill was exactly that exact was it event oh
2: well,
0: it wasn't a shotgun but it was like two people were parked like that out mm. and oh, he walked okay. up and and shot them both. Mm. um so it's kind of interesting like that they i'm sure so, in some fashion like that was inspiration
2: i will um, say though that one part of the scene that i hated was when he he finished off the girl because you know she, tom savini's dead and she's scared and she's in the back of the car in the back seat on the floor like cowering and i felt like it just took so long for him to walk up and he looks at her and he points a shotgun at her for i feel like 10 minutes yeah. and i'm just like just get out of the car. Like, just try and get out of the car. Like, she's sitting there, like, afraid, like, no. And, it, and I swear to God, it was at least 30 seconds of yeah. him aiming the shotgun, and then he kills her. I'm like, like why wouldn't you at least, like, try and, like, kick the shotgun or try and, like, get out of there? I mean, you know. I think
1: a lot of the kills, too, were they did a little too much. Like, um, now I'm mixing it in my head with Elijah Woods. one, <laughs> But the, but there's a lot of stuff where he was just, like, a necessary, like, <laughs> yeah, his breathing was a little too much. Or like, if the girl was in the bathroom stall, like, how long did that take for her to get out of the fucking thing? Yeah. You know, it, it just lasts a little bit too long. A little too much filler. It could have been tighter running time, too.
2: Yeah. Um, I think stuff like that you, you don't see in movies these days. I feel like we're in such a fast pace. I kind of appreciate older movies that... Mm-hmm take it slow and allow a scene to kind of flush out, even if, like, I get what you're saying, like, it was a little too long. She stood there and then stopped and then yeah. thought about it again, yeah. And then, yeah, I thought she was safe.
1: I'm free.
2: But it's just funny how I feel like every, movies these days are just so fast-paced and just trying to get to the next scene. And yeah. older movies, it's funny how they just, they take their sweet time and, I don't know, um, his breathing was uh, was disturbing, yeah. <laughs> it was like he was, like, getting off constantly whatever he was doing. That,
1: that's my next, like, thing I want to discuss, like, I think it was obvious that Frank couldn't get off of the woman, because I think he was really trying when he picked up the prostitute, because he was into it for a little bit, like he yeah. wasn't mean or anything, but I think he couldn't get erection or whatever it was, and that the only way he can get gratification is by killing women, and then taking mean, take, take scalps, and yeah. he probably beats off with them off off screen or whatever, but yeah, yeah he's def- definitely impotent, and he... Took that out on the women. At least that's what I saw.
2: Do we think that's because of the fact that his mom was essentially a prostitute and banging all these guys? And
1: it has to be. Right? Yeah.
0: It's hard to say with the first one though because they don't
1: go that far into it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. We, it's it's a lot of implied things. Like, yeah. Hide in the closet, mommy.
2: Yeah. I feel like we can speculate now because we've seen it fleshed out more in in mm. obviously the remake. But I think that's definitely what it is. And I don't know. It's it's like almost like part of him kind of for a second, wants to be normal with, like, a couple of these women, and then the real him kicks in, and he just uh, goes back to a sweaty, nasty freaking mess, which, it's funny today, because I feel like he would have been caught so quickly today, just oh from, like, God. the trail of sweat yeah. that he leaves, like, everywhere he goes, <laughs> like, up oh, there he is. There's a lot of sweat on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must have been hot in uh, New York at the time, but um, do you guys have a favorite kill you can think of?
0: Uh, mine is is at the end when he dies like i like i like when all of the he sees all the his victims and they come at him and they're just like ripping him apart and i know that's not like literally how he died but like it's that scene is my favorite
1: the visual mm-hmm. yeah todd yeah same exact scene um just because it's so grotesque and it's a fitting way for him to die even though like you said that's not how he dies he's it, like i'm assuming he stabbed himself because he has a knife his his Right. but uh just him getting pulled apart and the head coming apart, and that's like classic Savini. But if I had to pick a different one from you, it would definitely be Savini's head getting blown off. Because it wasn't mm-hmm. like um, like a, just a blood spray. It slow-moed it, and you saw like the chunks and everything. And it, was, it was freaking great. It yeah. was
2: sweet. That's That was my favorite, I was going to say. And I like when you see him get shot in the head. And again, his head doesn't just explode like a pumpkin. You can actually see the back of his head fall yeah. against the seat and the remnants. And I feel like that's probably pretty realistic I would assume if you get shot in the face mm-hmm. by a shotgun from that, that range. close. Yeah, yeah. It was a real um, shotgun too. Yeah.
1: Was it? Yeah. Um, they didn't have a permit to film that scene. It was actually a real shotgun in New York. Same thing with Dawn done the day when they burst in the door and they shoot that it. It's a real mm-hmm. shotgun. <laughs> so Savini likes the shotguns. But uh, after they shot it they all had to run because <laughs> like, so That's cool. Quick. Yeah,
2: the one take scene.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but awesome, yeah, I just man. the the effects and the fact that of course it was Tom Savini that died that way, and he was you know the man behind the effects. I think was cool. And yeah, he likes
1: blowing himself up. Yes,
2: he does. It's, he's a man that loves his craft. Um, I do like the scene at the end that you were talking about, and I like um, there's a zombie movie, and I've been trying to think of what it is where somebody gets eaten, and they're like they're in a crowd of zombies, and their guts get opened up. It's probably Day of the Dead. I think I think it is. It is. And I love, I just love that visual, I that. and I feel like that it reminded me a lot of that. Um, and it's, then pulling his head apart was just, was freaking cool.
1: Yeah, there, there's actually at the end scene too. Um, one of the, you know, the headless corpse comes up, mm. one squirts out her neck. Yeah. That was the same prop they used for Pamela Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part One too. Oh <laughs> nice. So it was like a little throwback to that, which is awesome. Just recycled it. That's cool. Yeah. Heck like, yeah. Um, can you guys guess how much, how big the budget was for this? I'm gonna guess
0: a hundred thousand. Okay.
2: I'll say six hundred thousand.
1: Alright, so three fifty. Okay. okay. And so we're made, like in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it made a surprising amount. Made six mil. Wow! Oh, wow! That's which is a huge sum, especially in nineteen eighty. Well, the unless fact they freaking was... unless they adjusted that for Blu-ray sales so now or something. I don't know. But... So was it? Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a good. lot of money.
2: was gonna say because it being rated like X, and then with it not be with it being protested and banned, you think that it wouldn't have done you well at all. You wouldn't think it had you
0: know? a long theater release. No,
2: no. Huh. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's. It didn't flop. <laughs> no, no, it's surprisingly, it did well enough. To, I mean, it's, I think it's decently well received now, and it's got a lot of different copies of it. I mean, <clears> it must, and it, if it spawned a, a remake, I mean, it must be kind of successful. So.
1: Yeah, and the director really likes Maniac because he made Maniac Cop One, Two, and Three.
2: Um, same director
1: made, yeah okay i and like he made this one too and he also made one um like in the early 2000s i think called uncle sam if you guys saw that one mm-hmm. i haven't seen it's like that. a slasher uncle sam character comes to life and starts killing people it's, <laughs> it's that's cool it's it whatever. sounds kind of like
0: the tripper i don't think I've seen. <laughs> that's tripper. where that guy dresses up as ronald reagan and kills hippies oh my gosh. <laughs> it's <sounds> directed awesome. <laughs> it's directed by david arquette <laughs> that sounds about right that's but awesome. yeah, I like I like uh, Maniac Cop though. That's a
1: good one. That's a good one. I Bruce Campbell. Cool. Part two that. is really awesome too.
2: Thank you. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, any any other thoughts, opinions on this one? Um, I think I'll have more to talk about when we get to the remake, just so that we can discuss the both and not yeah. yeah the comparison. But um. I think that this one for when it came out for the time it came out like it's it's pretty impressive yeah. um the effects and and the boundaries that it pushed and although I'm not like a huge fan of the actor I mean uh Todd brought up a good point with it making you feel yeah. kind of gross watching him so yeah. that that kind of makes me feel a little more um he's a grace ball huh? yeah, yeah at sure. first though I mean that actor I just that that's kind of what pushed me more away from this one and more into the mm-hmm. Remake, but I'll get more on my feelings on that yeah, when I get to The it.
2: music, can I say that? The music I enjoyed. Yeah, it was um, a good score. I feel like it was a little, like at times, it was kind of shrieky, which I kind of liked because yeah. it, it kind of brings you in that mood of feeling uncomfortable. Um, and I mean, that this score for me in a lot of movies can make or break it. And I feel like it obviously sounds very 80s, but um, I don't which know. Is, was, which is great. Yeah, cool. and it was abrasive at times, but I just, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was. It was very well done, and it kind of keeps you kind of on your toes and keeps you uncomfortable, which I think is obviously the kind of theme of the film. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Do we want to rate it now, or do we want to wait until Uh, the end? I feel like,
0: yeah, let's just go ahead and talk about the remake, and then we can give our ratings and um, compare the two. Yeah.
2: So, um, obviously... um, the second one we chose was uh, the remake of Maniac. Um, this actually stars Elijah Wood. Um, probably know him from the Lord of the Rings, uh, Frodo Baggins, which was kind of a surprising casting, if I may say so myself. Um, but he plays uh, Frank. He's a brutal serial killer with a fetish for scalps. Psychologically damaged from an abusive childhood, he uses the fresh scalps for his mannequin collection. When a friendship develops with a beautiful art student, Frank struggles to overcome his psychotic urges, but his twisted obsession only escalates, and his compulsion to stalk and kill is unstoppable. Uh, So this was a 2012 release. Um, I actually came across this on Netflix, and I had never even heard of the original Maniac, and what drew me to it is I had never seen Elijah Wood in really any role but kind of a protagonist and kind of a good guy, so... I thought the dichotomy of him as a serial killer was too good to pass up. And, um, yeah, I was, I was glad I watched it. I was excited about it. So I was excited to give another watch and see if, um, my opinion held up again. So what do you guys think? Uh,
0: this wasn't a first time watch for me, but I, I've always loved this movie. Like this is one of my, like if I had to make a list of my like top slasher movies, like this would be up there. Like I, the cinematography in this movie is like really well done. The lighting and everything. Um, uh, the way that they filmed this one, they did a lot of POV shots, and I thought that was, like, a genius way to film it. You, you, you're you, a fan of these, like, slasher movies, and you've never really been put, like, the camera facing, like, in their shoes. So it's kind of cool to, like, see him make these kills, and, like, it's from that point of view. So I, the POV uh, sh- shots were what really set it apart from the original, um, and... Elijah, the casting of Elijah Wood, I like that better than, um, is it Joseph Spinell? Is that his name? Joseph Spinell, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I always liked, uh, I've seen both of these before, so I always liked Elijah Wood casting better. Um, I'm going to pass it over to Todd. Um,
1: yeah, so I, w- I just want to talk about the director real quick, uh, Frank Calfone. Um, have you guys seen P2? It's a Christmas horror film yeah. set in a garage. Mm, yeah, so you yeah, did that yeah. one. Um, that one's the security guard is obsessed with some girl in the office building and then he tries to kill her. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and then he did the latest Amityville horror awakening, I believe, which I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. There's like 14 of those movies now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, before we did this double, double feature here, I prefer the original just cause it, the way it makes me feel, which is really like just gross, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't get the same vibe from just manel or from Elijah. Wood that I do from just manel? Um, for the reason you already mentioned, that he's he's a good-looking guy, he's not threatening, he's he's small, he's skinny, you he can whoop his ass, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, the flip side is that he's so likable that you wouldn't take him seriously, and that's how these girls keep getting killed. They walk by him within like two feet, they just glance at him and don't think he's a threat, and then that ends up leading to the death, especially the first kill. Um <clears throat> She, he's around her constantly, and he's literally right behind her at the door, and she turns around and gets stabbed. Like you could have said, alerted anybody at this moment that this creepy little dude's behind you. Yeah. Um. That being said, uh, you mentioned POV shots. I that's you don't see that at all. Right. And that's, that's awesome. I think there's only a few shots where we actually. It's mostly just Elijah looking in like mirrors and stuff to see himself. But, um, I thought that was really stylish, and it wasn't like sometimes when people do that, it's, it, it seem like. A gimmick you know like they look at me like i'm trying to do something different but i didn't get that vibe at all i just he felt like you're with him and i kind of felt his frustrations too like and oh, one thing too is that a lot i think a lot of people might read into him taking medicine like he's trying to overcome his killing but i think he's taking medicine to center himself to get into the killing because he would freak out he'd go get take his medicine and he's like all right, killing time you know i don't think he was trying to cure himself which if he went to a doctor, they probably gave him antipsychotics, which is what that probably was. But it just made him okay. Now I'm in my zone. I can kill some girls, whatever. Um, but yeah, this this movie's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, the
2: POV was one of my favorite things, and it, it kind of made me like think back to the first Halloween, uh, Black Christmas, Black Christmas, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I and like I said, I th- I thought of another one. I just can't remember it now. But um, <clears throat> like you guys said, you just don't see that anymore. And I have to say, the first time I watched this, um, that kind of turned me off to it. I wasn't sure how I liked it, because I was not used to seeing a lot of movies like that. But um, on a second watch, I loved it, and I felt like you were with Frank the entire time, and you got to see things through his eyes. And I wouldn't say be sympathetic to him, but kind of, I mean, I guess kind of in a way, because you just got to see everything that he saw, and and from his point of view, and... um, the medicine, I think, was a good point because I agree. I don't think that he was trying to cure himself. I think that the headaches or whatever were getting in his way more than anything because it took him, you know, when he was in the in the restaurant with the first girl he was going to kill, you know, he was, like, kind of getting along with her and then the headache hit. So he had to run to the bathroom, take his medicine, and then he was like, all right, I'm good, and he was, he was calm. And so I think that it was definitely just him trying to, you know, get in his killing mode, and um, I really, really like this movie a lot. Um, I mean, I think the uh, difference here was him kind of focused on one girl, I feel like more than the first one, I would say, because mm-hmm. I felt like we saw a lot more of him, uh, Frank in the first film where he was just kind of randomly killing people he came across. <sighs> yeah. And, and also breathing and coming in his pants. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, you, yeah. 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 Um,
1: bring up that point of uh, does Elijah have an orgasm when he kills?
2: I think I think we very see frank. one scene for sure that he does when he kills the girl in the um the impound lot. I mean it I think it's very heavily implied that he does and I think it's the same thing where he's he's impotent because of you know the traumas quote unquote from his mother and her prostitution and stuff but um I mean it's just it's a fun ride to watch him go around and like you know stalk these girls and um I mean, how did you did you guys like the fact that he was so focused on the one girl this time, as opposed to just kind of more randomly killing in the first film?
1: Uh, I I did because I thought it was better introduced in the first one because it was more g- organic, you know, like there wasn't just I'm gonna show her house and we're best buddies going on dates now. It was like <laughs> they needed he, she needed some from him. He uh, seemingly wanted to be normal. Um, I think her having a boyfriend kind of sent him back. <coughs> and, Fuck this bitch, sure. I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, Kind of what happened, you know. You kind of and let him go. pumped him. Yeah. Hardcore, and then that's when you just, you know, screw this. Which I think a missed opportunity is not killing that guy. Yeah. Because he's the only character. At this point, we're feeling for Elijah Wood for some reason, and this guy punks him. We kind of want that character to die, and then he never got anything. Right. Him, so. The
2: only thing is, I'm kind of glad they didn't kill him because I think his M.O. in both films was only killing women, and I think he only kills. The one guy. What the? Well, I don't even think he just put the meat cleaver in his mouth. Are you
0: talking about? Yeah, I yeah. assume
2: he's dead. But I, he only killed him because he got in his way. Yeah. And I kind of like the fact that he had a specific type, and he only wanted to kill women. And I mean, we'd love to see that guy get his comeuppance because he was a dick, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of glad that he stuck to his, his like code, code yeah. yeah, if you will, um, until he had to. Um, and I and like you had mentioned, uh, you know, he was trying to kind of be seemingly normal and the girl in this film actually kind of put herself in this danger because she bothered him she came up to his shop and was taking pictures of his mannequins mm-hmm. if she had never done that he, they probably would have never crossed paths and it would have been somebody else so you know she kind of put herself in harm's way and he he wasn't seeking her out at all
1: yeah I, I kind of got the feeling too if I don't know if you guys did that she was using them, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, she might have had slight interest in them, but especially when she's on the phone and he's watching her and then she, like, gets frustrated with her friend and shows him the phone, like, this is the mo- I've been using, you know. Yeah. She did bring it upon her. Not that she should die, obviously. Sure. But she did put herself in the situation by trusting this weirdo that he has a fucking mannequin shop. <laughs> That's just strange.
2: <laughs> who makes it, yeah, who, like you said, Todd, who makes a business for restoring mannequins?
1: Really? Their family
2: are gypsy- gypsies or something? <laughs> or? Well, and the fact that, I mean, they hang out how many times... And then she slips in the boyfriend thing, kind of casually, like, do you want to have a drink with my boyfriend and I? Because when we watched it this time, I
1: almost was like, huh? Like, did I, did I hear that right? Yeah, she did not say anything. No. She's throwing out signals like crazy, though. No? You know, you just... But then again, like, it's all through Frank's point of view, so maybe she wasn't throwing out signals. Maybe it's just in his mind, like, I'm reading too far into this, She maybe she just wants my mannequins. Yeah. And you know how the her boyfriend did say she likes hanging out with the gay guys, Maybe she thought he was gay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
2: But I feel like she also was kind of throwing signals. Like, again, like, it could have been just through Frank's POV, but I just felt like, and as the audience, I feel like we're picking up on the fact that she kind of likes him a little bit. Like, because she asked him, you know, oh, what does your girlfriend think of this? That's true. In the park.
1: That's true.
2: I mean, I don't think that she... She was fishing. Yeah, she was fishing, and then she's like, oh, okay. I just think she was...
1: So she obviously of, didn't think
2: he was gay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah.
2: I just think she was the kind of girl that kind of wanted to have her cake and eat it, too, or she wanted to use him for whatever That's she great. could get from him and then go home to her boyfriend at night, Um, which, again, he you got know. Zone, man. He got friend man. He got friend-zoned kind of hard. But then she wants him to come over and comfort her in her time of knee at the end. So He it's, was
1: almost going to smash.
2: Yeah. Until they yeah. slipped
1: up and said the, yeah. his, her agent lived thirty blocks away, and she somehow managed to put all that together. He yeah. a killer. But he could have played that off. These easier. easier be like, what are you, why are you looking at me like that? We were talking, and she said that, no, look like, close by. Like, yeah. But whatever.
2: Well, and I feel like he was surprisingly way less charming than Frank in the original, even though Elijah Wood was, you know, better looking and better shape and wasn't this gross, sweaty guy. But he was he was more awkward to me than mm-hmm. the original Frank. Talker, Not yeah. a smooth talker. like the original like one had, like, that he smooth talk- yeah. yeah, Frank had the confidence, whereas in this, I feel like Elijah Wood was more meek and just more, like kind of wanted to be left alone most of the time and is with all of his mannequins and <laughs> all of his... Uh... How does he pay for that rent? I don't know. That's a problem I had and I was going to bring up was that I feel like in a lot of these movies we have these these villain evil characters that are like loners and weirdos, and they always have all this money to like yeah. like how how are you paying for these hookers you know how are you affording this apartment yeah
1: because she wasn't cheap either she's like I'll do hundred bucks for the full treatment from the first one
2: yeah which that was a ripoff by the way that full experience <laughs> was terrible
1: yeah all she it was
2: like Pose. yeah but that's that's kind of beef I have with a lot of movies like this or just I mean I don't need to see the guy at his day job all day and night but I just feel like some kind of explanation as to how these these like creepy weirdo loners that obviously don't interact well with society have all this endless money to to do whatever they want yeah, to do yeah,
1: yeah like it's it's a joke but it's true like how much money is in a mannequin business yeah honestly and it's los angeles that's not cheap it's i don't know it's, we're reading too much into it but we are yeah, it's, <laughs> they don't need to be patrick bateman and you know be wall street guys but yeah they need to have something yeah at least
2: just give us some indication as to how you, you know he's able to like,
1: afford this i inherited this. a bunch of stuff in like Okay. Yeah,
0: one line good enough for me exactly right there just tie a nice bow on it um, i think the way that they like the style of the kills in the remake like the way that they um like the meat cleaver to the mouth or when the very first kill when he uh when the girl turns around and he just like he like is that a columbian that what they call those yeah like, he just sticks the knife through there yeah. and it's like the style and the way that they did those like the gore was like really good and it just looked really cool. And have you guys seen High Tension before? Oh, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I noticed um, in the credits that this was the screenplay was by Alexandra Aja, or whatever, that. and he yeah, he directed High Tension. And I noticed that the style of the like the gore and the style of the kills was a lot similar, like especially at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Right. And so like you can see his influence on the movie. Like I know he's not the director, and you talked about the director a little bit, but he definitely had a lot of influence on the way that that movie was stylized. Well, like and... you to piggyback off of that, I feel like
2: all the kills looked completely real. Like, I feel like there was no bad CGI, even the Mm -hmm. Columbia necktie in the beginning. Like, it was done so well and so fast that I feel like it looks real. Like, it doesn't look like... And I know, I think it was CGI for sure, but it doesn't look like that. And I just appreciated, like, the authenticity and the fact that it just looked good. All
0: the kills looked good. Um, Oh, another one that we didn't talk about that was awesome was when it was her agent and she was on the bed and when he just, like... He cut uh, her and threw he threw the scalp back and the blood just sprayed that on the was, back of the wall. That was, that was like a really yeah. like good looking. I know it's weird to say it's good looking, but you no, know what I mean. Yeah, like it looking. looked really good. Raise the
1: slasher. You, you, you like that stuff? Of course. Yeah. You like of course, it. I'm gonna you know, say it's good looking. A little pet peeve too for this one is that uh, that girl was in a nice the the agent was in a nice apartment building. People would have heard her screaming. You know, yeah. and that girl running around the parking lot. Surrounded by apartments, someone would have come hey, out. Know, like, Unless that's, it's that's the good.
0: bystander effect, though, like someone's like, "Well, somebody else will yeah. help them, so I'm not going to do anything." And very then true. nobody does anything. Very true.
2: But also, how did he get into her, the agent's building? Like, like you said, it was a nice building. He, remember
0: that guard walked out to the front to get the guy's bag. And oh, not yeah, that's right. Run. Okay, that's right. Which
1: someone probably would be like. Hey, yeah. then,
0: I I honestly don't think it's unrealistic that, especially the girl in the parking lot, that no one did anything because I mean. It, in like psychology classes and stuff, sometimes they even talk about that where like people just assume that, oh, somebody else will help them. Like yeah, I don't I need to do that. anything and then nobody else does anything. You'll, you'll see videos with cops fighting a guy and they're just recording them. Yeah. Like, not helping them. Like, right. That's true.
2: Yeah, you got a good point. Uh, yeah, it's i mean I, I think it's realistic in that sense i did like the the kill there where he hit into the the car and then her oh achilles man. tendon I,
0: that 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 sucks dude they did that in house of wax too and i'm like oh, Sultan, man. yeah, yeah no he Poor did paris. it to that guy what was it paris hilton they did that? no they threw was a it spear. Padalecki yeah jared lucky because paris hilton got the spears to the face but that's a good movie it I is really like and that. i hate that though i hate that achilles tendon like cut Anytime do that,
1: son of a bitch like you can
2: just like feel it yeah um yeah, I just – that was a good kill. Uh, my favorite kill, uh, you mentioned, was the agent on the bed. Oh, it just, yeah. It just looked so real. I mean, it, it just looked so practical, and I just – I don't know. And the fact that that's how she died was being scalped. You know, I mean, she was
0: partially drowned in the bathtub – then he kind of sliced on her back a little bit. Well, you know that's like it was funny because you can draw that the same scene in the in the original was the girl on the bed yeah. and yeah. but they did it I think they did it so much better in this remake because the the way that they angled that camera and had it like where he just like ripped it off and the yeah. blood perfectly like sprayed on that back yeah. wall it just looked perfect like, yeah.
2: but it didn't show her boobs in that in the original <laughs> so I'm kind of I mean I got to be nitpicky, picky on that yeah. I mean if we're rating just on boobs, Remake has it. Oh, definitely, because oh,
0: uh, Frank's mom was, like,
2: When we see, what, one pair of boobs in the first and one? They and dead. they were not
1: good. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were, I was not impressed. Subpar. I have yeah. a question, though. Do you think the Remake would be as good as it is if Maniac 1 did not exist? Yes. You well, think? I do. Because my, my thing is, Maniac Remake is so good because they took what worked in this movie and then... Made it their own and expanded on it. If Maniac didn't one didn't exist, would that happen? I don't I don't know if it would.
2: I almost even wonder if this, would Maniac would even exist at all without the original, because I feel like, like you said, I feel like they took what worked and didn't work in the first one and kind of expanded upon it. And I liked some of the callbacks to the original mm-hmm. that I didn't catch until I had seen it. But I don't even know that 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 it would have been thought of without the original. Well, so probably
0: not because it is a remake. Yeah.
2: But... Um, I still think it would be good though because. Yeah, if we can just I, take this off the table and say like this exists and the original doesn't, it. it. I, I I love the remake honestly. I really, yeah, I love always it. have
0: like, and yeah. I still think it would be good without the original because what I said earlier, the POV shots, like that wasn't something like you get little bits of it in like a Black Christmas or something, but this was like full, like they did that throughout the whole the movie time, and like yeah. that that's like nothing you've seen in the slasher genre. So I think I still would have found that. Actually, without the original, it might even have been more of a bigger deal, like for
1: the genre, because it did bomb. The remake is uh, had like an eight million dollar budget and made like two. Well, people suck. Same.
2: Well, I just think some people are just wired to dislike remakes. That's unfortunate. You for know, me. And, and and I think out. and I think that's
1: I think also too. 2012 was like right now. It's cool to be direct to video. It's like a good thing to be direct to video. Netflix, Amazon, whatever. In that time frame, it was, and that meant your movie sucked balls. So they people probably didn't even care to watch it back then. Was, yeah. I mean, you got a limited release, but other than that, it probably didn't do well.
2: Well, and Elijah Wood in a horror role, I think some people were, as I did like that. Some people may not, because I, he's never done anything like that before, so it could have been Why like... Why's
1: Frodo killing girls? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a little bastard. <laughs> um, so I had said my favorite code. You guys want to do yours from the, uh, the remake?
0: Um, I mean... I don't have a different one. I like your, the one you said. And you just hawked the loogie on the table. <laughs> 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 just casually wiped it up. No big deal. That's what I think of your basement, Todd. <laughs> Um No, I mean, I like that one. And then, again, like, it's the same thing from the original. But I like, I thought it was almost better looking um, when he died, when all the victims came back and yeah. ripped him apart. Like, it looked better. And I liked, I mean, people might see it as artsy, but I liked how when they tore his face off, it was a mannequin face. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was super that was cool. cool.
1: Yeah. Todd? Um, favorite kill was actually the cold open where he puts her knife oh, right in yeah. her jaw because it was, there's no beating around the bush as soon as she turned around, was right in her uh, her jaw there. And I really like the touch too, of slow the slow blood effect in her eye, like seeping down. I thought that was really awesome. All the kills were good though, man, yeah. but yeah. that first opening one was, definitely did it for me. Well, didn't
2: he say, don't, please don't scream? And before he even yeah. kind of gives please her, scream. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a, kind of like a. Reason to her option to he kills her i have to agree with you about the um the ending i that was brilliant i loved him being torn apart and and, and I, like i mentioned the stomach tearing they tore his stomach yeah. and pulled his intestines out and it looked completely real yeah. and the fact when they ripped his head and face off and it was a mannequin face i loved it I it was it was awesome
0: so i just want to say like you, maybe you won't agree but i feel like the remake felt more like a slasher than the original because with, with the original a lot of his kills he was he was just strangling them and then I felt like Elijah Woods' Frank was actually, like, using a knife to, like, gut them and stab them. And, like, most I mean, of the time, I know that maybe, like, most of the time that's, like, a key thing in a slasher movie is that it's, 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 well, like. Well, he uses his
1: knife every time, though, to scalp them. So yeah, a knife, a knife was but. not the studies and the killings.
0: It just felt like he was strangling a lot more, too. Like, he was just, like, strangling his victims and, I don't know. Yeah.
2: I felt like the original was more of a slasher to me and my taste um, for what I would consider a slasher. Um, But I will say that I felt like Elijah Wood was more brutal in the remake. How he, when he killed the girl with, uh, he cut her Achilles tendon and then just stabbed the shit out of her. Like, whereas I feel like in the original, he was more like, not, not tender, but like, more, uh, direct with what he wanted to do, whereas Elijah Wood was just, like, I don't know if he was, like, pissed that she tried, almost got away, but, I mean, he just brutally stabbed the shit out of her, and I think he was almost more psychotic than, um, in the original. I gotta
1: say, Brutal Kill 2 was the girl that he took on a date, um, from, not Craigslist, but, you know, online dating. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where he just turns on her and just chokes her. That was a lot better done in the remake than the original, because in the original, she's screaming, you're not, if you're choking to death now, I mean, And yeah. she was screaming for like a while. Yeah. Like <laughs> But in that one her eyes turn red, she turns red. You see the um slow motion like fingerprints on her legature marks. It Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was it, yeah, it was brutal.
2: That was one thing I thought as watching the original like is this bitch gonna die already? Like, I was kind of like, okay, uh, like, he choked her for like 10 minutes and I'm like,
1: my God, this guy's yeah. gotta be weak. he just got a little, like, hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little frank hands.
2: Yeah. Uh, but I, got,
1: I gotta say, though, props to the cops in Maniac Remake for actually being prepared. Because <laughs> in the... Ending in the original, they come in there, two dummies with, like, a bad haircut, right? Or something. Yeah. They, they literally go in there, they look around the room, and then they slowly just leave and close the door, like, what are they doing? That was my favorite part of the movie, honestly. It's like, yeah, nothing, we're done here, nothing to see here. Like, Wrap nah, it up, boys. Yeah, case cut, case <laughs> solved. Like,
2: We got them. They didn't, like, call anything in, they didn't, like, put any tape down, they didn't touch anything, they were just like... This is wrapped up nicely. All right, I think we'll go now. Yeah, we well, should have shot him so they could take the credit. <laughs> I shot him.
0: Yeah, and he, in the night. and he wasn't dead. Only oh, wo- his <laughs> eyes opened. Yeah. yeah and then, like, I it. felt the the ending of the remake when they showed hit. They kind of zoomed in on his body and it was kind of more eerie. And then they kind of zoomed down. It looked like an actual crime scene, like yeah. a real life crime scene of a dead body sitting there. I was waiting
2: for him to open his eyes because I hadn't seen this in a while. And then when he did, not I was like, yeah, it makes sense. No, I like that better. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think the remake's grounded more in reality too. Cause yeah. We were joking around. Like we saw. Joe walking around the streets and be like, That guy's a fucking serial killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Or what about when another mistake in the original was when he, shit, that woman was in the subway oh, and yeah. they showed those people like on the other side of the subway and then like all of a sudden they were gone? Like
2: It's a ghost train. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. I I love the cop scene because they just like like two bumbling, stumbling idiots just walk in, in their leather jackets and like realize this is the guy they've been looking for and they're like, Yeah, this is good, all right, let's go. I'm like we this this is solved. I like it, so I thought that was kind of hilarious. So uh, we're going to go ahead now and um, give these a rating since we got our thoughts out of the way, so we'll let uh, Todd, our guest, go first. Take it away.
1: All right, so I'm going to start with Maniac, the original, and give it a 3.5. I have issues with it. It's a little bit too slow, but I really feel dirty by watching it, which is a good and bad thing. Definitely not for everybody, even if you're a horror fan. This takes maybe a little different level um, to enjoy it. Uh, it's not, not a bad thing. And then the remake, I give it a solid four because I think it's very stylish. Uh, Elijah does a great job. Um, you guys already heard my issues, but overall it's just a solid, not fun, but fun movie, you know? Yeah. TJ? All
0: right. Um, I'm going to start off with the remake. I'm going to rate the remake first because I give him that a 4.5. I was almost tempted to give it a five, but uh, I give those out too loosely. And (laughs) I love this movie, like it. it, No, I mean I I do love this movie, so I think a four point five is probably a a good enough rating for that. Um, The original, I will go with a three. Again, I like the original; it's nothing wrong with that. But to me, I think there's a big Difference for me between the two. Well, I'm going to be not original because uh,
2: I agree completely. I'm going to give the original a three. Um, I really liked it, and I thought that, like Todd mentioned, um, just the the gross, creepy vibe that you get from this film was I, I thought it was a good thing, and I just felt like it was meant to make you feel uncomfortable and kind of feel squeamish w- watching it. Um, I, I liked it a lot, and I had issues with it as well, but um, not enough that it would make me not want to watch it again or give it a recommendation um 4.5 for the remake for me i just feel like it's such a strong film and i even though it is a remake and this might sound goofy to say i feel like there's no other at least modern films like this um i feel like it's kind of on its own island and i feel like it doesn't have a lot of peers just because of the story and um with the mannequins and with elijah wood just playing such a weird creepy character um I really, really like it. There's not much bad I can say about it. Um, it's not perfect, obviously, but um, I would highly recommend really either one. Um, the remake is just, I don't know. It's my, my second watch of it, and I like it a lot more than uh, my first viewing. So it's, uh, I'd say that's uh, Death by Stereo approved for both of these, for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, you guys are half point above for the for remake for me, and then half point below for original. That's pretty close. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we all really enjoyed it. The um, Maniac, the original, was a first watch for me. Um, I definitely let some time pass and watch it again and, and see how I feel and see how they compare. But, yeah, I I really like both. so it's. I,
0: we'll have to make RJ watch these on his own yeah, time and yeah. see
2: what he thinks. See what he thinks, too, and get some of his thoughts and opinions for sure. So
1: sucks you didn't come, man. I was looking forward to it.
2: I know. He's, we'll do it again. Yeah, He's a busy. he listens to this. He, oh, he, will, he yeah, will. He will. <laughs> Shame <laughs> him. He's a busy man about town, too busy for us. So, you know. Missing out, bro. So. Yeah. All right, so. Well, thanks um, for having me, guys. It was, it was awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah Thanks definitely. for coming on. We yeah. really
2: appreciate it. Giving us some good insights, and uh, we really enjoyed having you. Hopefully, this isn't our last time uh, crossing paths in the podcast world. So, um, anything uh, else you want to tie it up with?
0: Yeah, just a reminder. If um, We'd love to hear from you guys. So, if you want to send us an email, our email is... Um, death at gmail.com <clears throat> just another reminder we are doing our january movie night next weekend uh those movies in case you want to watch them ahead of time before we put the podcast out um, we're doing candy man uh 30 days of night and the original wolfman so. And again, if you don't start sending us emails, I'm going to email us in from you know
2: myself as random people just to get the ball rolling. So and we really don't want to listen no, to Brent's faint really self-talk about it. To hear me answer my own questions, so please send us emails. Right. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you. Todd, thanks again.
1: Yeah, thanks, guys. See ya.
2: Catch you next time.